Welcome to Cuyamaca Conversations. My name is Taylor Smith. I am a professor at Cuyamaca College. Today I will be interviewing a local drummer and drum teacher, Matt Taylor. In our discussion, we talk about Matt's move to San Diego, what it's like trying to balance teaching versus performing, and how he finds students and gigs, as well as some other interesting topics. Well, Matt Taylor, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about, about you, your background. Um, so to tell us about what, what do you do here in town? What's your, uh, what's your situation in the music? Well, um, uh, I play and teach, and that's what I've done since I was 19. So I just, uh, so I have a number of people I'm on their call list. I have a couple people that I work with a lot. <clears throat> Some that I, and every once in a while I'll just get a call uh, from a referral. Um, but that's what I do. I have my, I have two sets of drums in the garage, and depending on what the gig is, I put one or the other in to the car, and off I go. Uh, and but in the afternoon, morning, I'm teaching private students mostly. I have a couple ensembles that I do as well. So you, um, so you teach and you play drums. Yep. Just around town as, mm-hmm. as gigs come up. Do you have any like regular gigs? Yeah. So I have th- three or four um, that are residencies that are monthly residencies. So I'm at the, the tonight. I'm at the Poor House in Oceanside, and then we're at the Till Two Club right in San Diego once a month as well with my friend Taryn Donath, a uh, great pianist. And uh, I'm at Eddie V's downtown uh, with Archie Thompson regularly. And then uh, the cellar in San Clemente, we're there on a Thursday, I think like the second Thursday of the month, every month. And then the Drake I've been doing a couple times a month, which is in Laguna Beach, which is quite a haul. And I have to be there at six, so the traffic is crazy getting up there, you know. <laughs> yeah. I have to leave I have to leave super early. Yeah. So, um, and then as far as teaching goes, how much are you how much do you teach? Like is, is like how many how many students do you have? Like, I have between twenty and twenty five right now, mm. which is for me a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. It's a lot for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean I and I've I've you know, there's been times in my life when I've had over thirty and it's just too many, you know. Just it really feels like too many. Yeah. But so this is this is pretty comfortable the twenty the twenty mark, and uh, and I'm at a uh, I'm at a school in El Cajon called VIP School of Music, and there's super people there. There's super uh, there's there's just a, g- a lot of a lot of heart there, and they and they and what I like about it is that they do um, recitals regularly, and they actually have two percussion ensembles that I teach, uh, well, I kind of started it, but they they promote group classes. So the two ensembles that I do are uh, an older, <clears throat> excuse me, they're still just middle schoolers, and then I have a junior percussion ensemble, and they're like six, seven, eight years old. So. Mm. Yeah, so that's going to be another question. So when you're teaching, it's, it's, a com- it's not just drum set, it's like percussion in general? Yeah, and that's one great thing about VIP is that they have, I have, a, I own a marimba, and I own a bunch of little toys, as you can imagine. I have a t- tons of stuff I've collected over the years. But so, uh, 
but percussion so vast, you know, you can do, you can use anything, but, uh, but I have, uh, a, a pretty sizable room there and I'm able to do, to use the piano, the, the marimba, xylophone, bells, and then all the drum set and all the toys and stuff. So, and then, so do you have students though, in addition to the VIP school, you also have students like at your house yep. or other places? You know, when I first moved to California, uh, in 09, I was doing uh, house call lessons, and I was doing them right up until the pandemic hit. And then I started doing them online. I, I actually rent a little studio in Chula Vista because we live in a condo and I can't practice where I live. So I, that was I, that necessitated me getting a space really early on. So I've had that space in in Chula Vista f- since like 2010 so I've been there a number of years 12 years now and uh and so yeah I I, I do students from there I I don't do any house calls right now uh and that which is great because I was putting so many miles on the car doing that you know yeah so you so you just mentioned that you have moved here in 2009 yep where were you before that I was in Boston I'm from I was born in Rhode Island, actually, but I mean, I, I lived, I grew up in Wakefield, Mass., and, uh, but then I moved to Somerville near Cambridge in Boston area and, uh, you know, in my adult life and lived there. And uh, so I, ha- I was there till I was almost 40. So I'm 52 now. So I've, ha- I've had a, you know, I had an experience there and now I've had an experience here. Mm. So what brought you here? Well, actually, I was at a gig one night, and I and my wife to be walked into the club, and we hit it off right away, and uh, and her work, she's a lawyer for the state, and so uh, she didn't want to take the bar in mass to move out to be with me, so I my work was a little bit easier to move. Pretty so quick. so that and that's what brought you here was because yeah, she was, was here. Yeah, got it. Okay. Yep. Um, so since you do have experience in both of those scenes, like how do you what, how do you find the San Diego music scene, say compared to what it was in Cambridge? You know, it's or actually kind of comparable because Boston's not a huge, you know, it's not a huge town. I mean, it's kind of comparable. Uh, there, I think in general, I think everywhere there used to be a lot more, uh, like. Uh, what we called it GB general business in Boston, but it's called club dates in New York. And I think it's called, you know, whatever. It's just like weddings and things like this. There's less of that in general all over, but that's the kind of stuff I was doing in Boston. That was like my bread and butter. Also doing church gigs there. That was one of the first things I did when I came to uh, San Diego was I went to the Unity Church because I knew they'd have a band. And uh, because I played at the Unity Church in Newburyport, Mass., for 10 years. So, uh, and I immediately met the drummer and the bass player. And the bass player, I ended up, he ended up referring me, and I got, that was my first gig in San Diego, was, was uh, Cappy LeMay's with Burnett Anderson. He's been doing it uh, something like 30 years, Wednesday nights, Wednesday and Thursday night, I think. Mm. Burnett is really something, yeah. And uh, so a jazz gig, you know, and that was my first gig in San Diego. Uh, and it was, yeah, and, and that teaching. Uh, 
Actually, when I first got to town, I took a job because I, in high school and beyond, I had done, I was a nurse's aide. So when I first got to San Diego, I had nothing. And so I took a job as a home health aide because I had some experience. And just a few couple months into it, I got a call and somebody was leaving their, their private studio. Somebody was leaving town and all their private students and they, they needed a teacher. So oh, cool. that got me in. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Um, so when, so what's your education like? Then well, like, is it in nursing or is it in music? No, no. I, I actually, I, I, I just back. I don't know. It was like 1987, 89. I just got a job in my hometown at a nursing home, and uh, that, you know, I had I had done it for a while. So I was grandfathered into some of this. I wasn't even certified at the first. You know, I be, eventually became certified on the job. It took some trainings and things like this, but I never did any nursing training. Mm. I went to Berkeley College of Music. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, graduated in '94. Took I actually went to two years right out of high school, and then I took two years off, and then I went back for two more years, and uh, that was a that was the best thing I could have done because I got a taste of what it was, and then I honestly couldn't pay for it come come the fall that that one semester, so I. I took two years off just collecting, getting my funds together, and uh, and I, that's when I started a gig. So I was like 19 years old, and I started doing gigs. And when I went back to school, it made all the difference that I had gigged a little bit. You mm. know, it just made it that particular school too. You know, it just, because it's actually I was very young to be going to that school. A lot of a lot of people there are a lot older and from all over. You know, so um, so yeah, I did that. That was my schooling there. I also studied with the great Alan Dawson. I was very lucky because he lived in just a few towns over, and my high school band director knew of him, and he was one of the great jazz drummers. And uh, so I'm very lucky to have that experience. I was with him in high school and in all the way into college too. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. So you graduated from Berkeley and just played a lot. Yep. There in in Massachusetts. In, yeah. So I, I did wedding band. I did I did uh, you know mu high school musicals and like I said the church and uh, blues. I started doing blues stuff, and that's when I started to travel a little bit too. So uh, towards so in about 2002, I think it was, I started going. Uh, I, I met a guy from New York in Martha's Vineyard because a lot of people come down from. Boston and a lot of people come up from New York to, to vacation in Martha's Vineyard and the, and one of the musicians that you know plays this played all his gigs in the summer in Martha's Vineyard called me and I came and I, I I started coming down and we became great friends and the, he started putting a tour together and so I I actually did 14 years of uh, tours in the spring to Europe with him so that was a great experience. Uh, and that's, you know, one of the great perks of, of being a musician is like having that travel experience. And, you know, so it's been pretty diverse. I mean, I've done uh, a lot of teaching and, 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 you know, academic kind of stuff, but I've also done blues. And I mean, the, the, the band that I went to Europe with was a rockabilly band, and I stood up and played bass drum, snare drum, and one cymbal, you know. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, so that was another question I, I was going to ask is, do you have a musical setting, like a style, where you feel the most confident, the most comfortable, or maybe a size of a group where you feel like that's your, your forte? Uh, you know, I love piano-based drum trio uh, for jazz. I just, because it's so percussive, and, and uh, I love listening to it, and I love guitar-based drum trio uh, and because I love jazz, you know. But I, I also like to hit the drums hard, too. And, and so, you know, I've done plenty of classic rock and plenty of uh, and blues. And that's, you know, so that's where I'm hitting a little harder. And, and, but, you know, and that blues experience is, like, huge because it, uh, it informs everything, even the jazz, for sure. I mean, it's, of course, you know, it's like the blues, like it's, it's a very short jump to the blues from jazz, but and rock, obviously. So, but the drum set just plays that that stuff. You know, that's that's what it's made for. So, yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite? Just, I'm just curious. Do you have a favorite piano trio? Uh, I mean, for I, me, it's Bill Evans always. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, you know, what came to mind when you asked is Keith Jarrett. I mean, I think that stuff is like, yeah, not to be hasn't been topped. You know that I, I don't know, but I mean, I think there's like. Yeah, there's Chick Corea, the great Phineas Newborn. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I like, I like, I mean, like I said, for me, it's kind of Bill Evans is, yeah. the, especially the bass playing with mm-hmm. you know, Scott LaFaro and Paul Motion on drums. Yeah. But, um, I, like, I have a hard time with Keith Jarrett in his, his oh, his, his vocalizing, singing, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> like know. it's, it's, it's beautiful playing. Yeah. And, right. and but then he, he ruins it all the right. time, you know, like, all his moaning and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's just, it's just like you. Uh, it's just like you kind of have to. I know you learn to tune it out. Yeah, but it's, yeah, yeah. Just, it's funny. Uh, Jack DeJohnette is like my fave. That's the mm, thing, though. Yeah, you know, yeah. To me, he's like, you know, it's when the drums or any instrument becomes something other than what it is. You know, it's like literally, it's so musical that it's like, it's not even the drums anymore. It's, it's just music. It's, right. You know. Yeah. So back to your time here in San Diego. Yep. Um, so you've been here, uh, so I guess, what, 13 years? Yeah. And so nine. Um, yeah, uh, we celebrate, my wife and I celebrate 13 years tomorrow. Ah, yeah. well, congrats. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, do you, uh, how much time would you say between playing professionally and teaching, like what's that breakdown time-wise for you? It's, it's hard to say, uh, like uh, like this week, I have three gigs, and I have the twenty one students. I mean, it's you know, gigs in my mind kind of take they take a little precedent over teaching. You know, I mean, that's kind of been my thing. Like if I like I'll move things with students to do a gig, you know, and uh, just because that's that I think it makes me better te- a better teacher to have that experience. You know, so. Uh, that's been my. That's kind of where my priorities are. But my, as far as time, I probably p- do more time teaching. You know, I probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, how do you find? How are you finding gigs usually? Um, well, I mean, I know you it, mentioned earlier that you're kind of on a call list for some folks. Yeah. It, and how how did you even get there? I guess is maybe a. Well, that, like I said, I went to I went to um, I went to that Unity Church and I met John Gelino and Toby Ahrens, and both of them are, you know, very busy people here in San Diego. And then I went to jam sessions and met the jazz community here, and uh, 
those guys on Girls, uh, you know, it's about just being as competent as you can be. And then when you get on the gig, you know, being not phony, but just as personable and as, as you know, you, you, they, they gigs beget gigs in a way, you know what I mean? So if you do a good job, you, you'll, get, you'll get that referral. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about students? How are you finding students? Um, well, like VIP, School of Music, I just got, I got it on Facebook. They were advertising for a teacher because their, their teacher was leaving town, their drum teacher. Um, and in that, in that case, those students, they kind of just come to the school and they just say, they do. I just want to play drums. And they, they go, OK, well, here's our drum teacher. Right. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. So they, they handle that. Uh, and then, you know, once again, sometimes I'll get referrals from uh, from people like even folks at my at my where my wife works and stuff. I have a couple kids and I, you know, I play I, my first instrument was guitar. My mom played guitar and sang and taught us to play. And uh, so I, you know, I'm a dubious guitar and piano teacher because I had to do piano in college. And uh, so I, for beginners, I do do, uh, you know, I'll reluctantly teach a little bit of both of those, too, you know. Yeah. I think that's actually how you and I met was you were taking piano lessons or swapping lessons or something. That's right. And you with, were, I remember. Yuko. Yeah, with Yuko Maruyama. And yeah. you, you sat down even and played some piano, I think, at one of the things <laughs> I, that's, which is better than what I could do. I I had to play piano in college as well, but I have not kept my chops up. I don't oh, know. <laughs> well, you know, I as a drummer, a big difference too is like I had a Rhodes where I was teaching back in back home, back in Boston, and uh, a Rhodes piano, and I would um, play with my students. You know, just the the couple things oh, that sure, I knew, yeah. and that, that 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 keeps it alive for yeah, me. Yeah, that know? makes sense. Yeah. Um, so do you have anything exciting on the horizon? Any like big gigs coming up? Yeah. Or? Well, actually, I got a, I got, we're going to Mexico in, uh, in at the end of October, beginning of November, uh, on, a, on this legendary rhythm and blues cruise. And there's a huge, an amazing roster of, of musicians on it. And Taryn and I, this, uh, this pianist I was saying, uh, that I'm playing with tonight, she'll, she, we're, we're doing that. And uh, but just recently, I had a friend, an old friend that I met at Berkeley. He's German. He's a German fellow, and he uh, we've been we've stayed in touch all these years through my move out here and everything. And uh, we've always done when I was back there, and we were teaching, we would bring our students together and do ensembles and stuff like that and do concerts. And then I ended up teaching with him at Boston Community Music Center, and. He recently uh, came into some funds and said, "I want to do a percussion record, or you know, recorded body of work." And so we, he just came out, and uh, we got, uh, and we had Ian Harland, the great vibes player and percussionist here in town, and uh, another former student of mine who was going to USC. For a PhD in musicology, he came down, James Delory, and my friend Andreas came out, and so we did a percussion quartet, and we did some Jaco Pastorius, we did some John Cage, we did some original stuff, 
and just improvise too, you know. And so that where that's kind of like we have all this recorded stuff, and now we're gonna sift through it and and come up with what what's the best out of it. And so that that gives me a, like a ticket to get out to New York and hang out and do some mixing and mastering with my my friend Andreas. That's cool. Yeah. So, but you don't know when that's gonna come out. No, no, it's, it's it, that's kind of a labor of love thing. So it's yeah. like, but. Um, but you know, I'm always uh, I'm always playing with Taryn. Taryn and I really hit it off uh, musically, and I would say I would definitely say that even all all through all the people I've played with for over many years, she is somebody, and she's a very unschooled player, but she's just a very natural player, and she's got something that I really haven't seen. I had never seen, and it brought something out in me. It really woke me up musically in a lot of ways, and so we're um, we we work well together. Needless to say, and we have uh, we have like I say, we have a lot of regular things that we do. Yeah, and she posts that stuff on online too. So yeah, so that was going to be a question. Uh, if we wanted to, you know, kind of follow what you're up to, do you have a website or do you? Have, I do you have know? a website. It's kind of like under construction. That's one of the, my one of my weakest things is my self promotion. Mm. Like my best self promotion is just showing up and doing a good job, you know. And I I would say that uh, that I I you know I I I definitely need to get in and do the website and and do that stuff, you know. So I mean, maybe our best bet is just to. Find Taryn's stuff, and then you'll yeah. know where you're going to be up to. <laughs> yeah, or, or or you know, she or uh, that's I would say two technologies that really helped me with my transition here in to San Diego was GPS and Facebook. <laughs> Those were two huge things that that allowed me to connect and allowed me to find where I was going. Obviously, you know. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, I you know, like I say, I'll, I'll endeavor to. To post, and I, you know, I'll be posting about that that the the recording project as well. When that's getting getting going, yeah, getting closer to done. Right. Excellent. Well, hey, well, thanks for talking. Thank you. It's been thanks. great I'm to very catch honored up. to be part of it. I appreciate it. Yeah.